So we spoke about two things. That on the one side, on the one hand, a person has a chedek of himself, which is shalom. Inside a person is a chedek of the neshama, which is exactly what Hashem wants him to be. The job is to reach that part of himself and then use it to make the whole person shalom like that. You know, there are a number of times in the Torah where Hashem talks to people and He repeats their name twice. There are three in the Torah. One is Avram, Avram, by the Akedah. The one is Yaakov, Yaakov. The one is Moshe, Moshe. And why does, uh, like we hear the first time, Hashem has to say, hello, hello. Like they have to catch him in attention. So the Zohar asked the question, why does Hashem repeat someone's name twice? So the Zohar says like this. The Zohar says, because Hashem was giving them a message. It wasn't just calling their name. And the message Hashem was giving them is something, a very beautiful point to think about. And that is, Hashem said to them that the Avram here in this world matches the Avram in Shemaim. Avram is meant to be. Avram, Avram. You've reached what you, Hashem intended you to reach. Yaakov, Yaakov. Moshe, Moshe. We don't find out too many people. It's a certain level of that a person reaches that you achieve what Hashem wanted you to achieve. You got to the level, so to speak, which is mir- mirrors that person in Shemaim. Because in Shemaim, a person's name goes by Nisham. And the person here who achieves what they're meant to achieve, he reaches the shlames that he's meant to reach, so then he's lived up to his name. He's become the person which matches the level of Hashem what is Hashem is a getter. That's a big source. So that's the one thing we spoke about. That is that the, the, the shlames that a person has is in the shama. The person has to perfect himself he doesn't have to look for something new. Like we said last time, it's my mamukim made to belibish. It's there. It's there inside a person. They have to get to it. So when they have to get to it, they have to be dale. It's like a well. You have to draw the water out to use it. If the person has to go to the omek of himself or herself to find the neshama and then use that as the basement to perfect themselves. On the other hand, we saw last time, that there's a combination, there's a shutfus, if you want, a partnership between the body and the neshama, and that can be used to steal the fruit. Each one can't do it by itself. One can't walk, the other one can't see. So if the neshama is shalem, so it's not going to be involved in stealing fruit. It's not going to look to do the wrong thing. So what's the answer? It's just one way to come to a very, very big yisad, which I always talk about, in many different settings. It's not my chiddush, it's the first in the chazah. It's just, people need to know it, because it's a very important point. And that is, when we talk about, let's say, the physical side of a person, we know what we mean. We mean the person's body. What they can see, hear, eat, taste, smell, talk, touch, walk, move. Now we know. When we talk about the spiritual part of a person, and now we have to understand there's two parts to the spiritual side of a person, not one. 
we give them names. The one's called the person's Ruch, the one's called the person's Nesham. What's the difference between them? The difference is Nesham is something which we said beforehand, is Kulo Kadash. Nesham is something which is Kulo Tav. But not every person experiences that connection to the Nesham. In fact, most of the world who aren't B'nai Yisrael don't even have a Nesham. And even among the Eden, not everybody is Zoycha to connect to the Nesham. So what do people have more than animals? What spiritual side, or if you're going to call it maybe, non-physical side, do people have? And that we call, that we call their Ruach. What's the Ruach of a person? So I like to explain it in English. translated Hebrew also. The Ruach of a person is a person's personality. His sense of self. In Hebrew, his Ishiyot. What makes me different to other people? So if you go and look at uh, animals, you say, why, why is this chicken different to that chicken? So I say, well, this chicken weighs three and a half kilos, that one weighs four kilos. Why this bird has a green stri- strap on its wing and that one doesn't? So the differences are only going to be physical because there's nothing more to an animal than its body. So I'm looking for differences between animals. I'm looking for differences between their bodies. And now if you only the way you find differences between people is by physical things. This one has yellow hair, this one has orange hair, this one has blue eyes, this one has green eyes. I, I can't even mean he's one with green eyes. But that's the only thing you know about a person. Then it's, you're only relating to a person by his body or her body. And what's unique about a person is they have a sense of self. A sense of self, which we call their personality, the ishiyot. What they think, what they feel, what they like, what they don't like. And that's not a physical thing. A physical thing has to do with how a person's body works. Things like that have nothing to do with the body. It's a different sense in the person. More than that, it's most strongly where a person feels themselves. That's what a person feels himself more than anything else. Now, it could be good, it could be bad. The good point which come from that, good medicine which come from that, chesed, feeling for somebody else, for example, comes from there. It's not a physical feeling, because my body doesn't feel somebody else's side. It's the feeling of me as a person. One good medicine. Loyalty. Achrayis. Honesty, dedication, all these things come from, not from a person's body. They're all good medicine, they all come from a person's ishiyot, from a person's ruch. On the other hand, it's not Kodesh Kodesh. It's not all good. There are lots of bad medicine which come from a person's ishiyot also. Jealousy, anger, kina, sinner, revenge, covet, gaiva. They also aren't physical things. Animals don't have any of these things because they just have a body. All these midas come from the Ruch, from a person's sense of self. In fact, the, the Bani Musa goes so far as the Ruch is the Mishkan of the, of the midas. The midas are based in the Ruch. But it's not a physical thing, it's a spiritual thing. It's not connected to the body, it's something different. That's what we spoke about. We spoke about the, the Shamer, 
the guy who can see and he can't walk. The Ruach can appreciate value. He can appreciate importance. But it could be used right or it could be used wrong. Now, that's where every person, human being starts with. Every human being starts with the body. That's the one thing. Starts with the Ruach. And the big study is they both need to be fixed up. The Ruach isn't what's responsible for fixing up the body. Because the Ruach is by Yachala. It's his own problems. It's not perfect either. No one's born with perfect mirrors. No one's born with perfect mirrors. For those of you who have heard the Das, that's Manishirim or the Midashirim, what a person's bad mirrors are, change from person to person. But no one's born with perfect mirrors. That's part of what a person has to be like That's part of what a person has to perfect. That's part of what a person has to do. And it's the main thing he's here to do. The Revelna Gaon writes in Mishleh that the reason a person lives in this world is the Takin Nasa Midas. To attack in his Midas. Okay. So that's what we need to fix. That's not what we're using to fix it. That needs fixing itself. And therefore, like we said before, there has to be something else outside which can be used to fix what needs fixing. The two Shemrim need fixing. The goof needs fixing. It doesn't want, doesn't get drawn to Taiva Salamazer, to get to Gashmias, to physicality, to laziness, to sleeping, to eating, to all the things which are necessary, but not as a, so much as Mashiach a person, as which was a person. And the Ruach needs fixing. The person needs to perfect his mirrors. What's the, and what's the way to fix him? To get to the Shana. As we said last time, it's not immediate. A person starts off with his nefesh and his ruch, he doesn't start off, a person doesn't start off with the Shana. They have it, but they don't connect to it. Okay. So therefore, we're going back to the last time to go step forward afterwards. There's two steps in the process of how a person grows. The first one is, the step or the process before he connects to his neshama, before he connects to his neshama, and the second one is after he connects to the neshama. Because when a person does connect to the neshama, then they have the key to the shlamus in their hands. They just have to use it. It's not easy, but it's easier. Masha Enkan, it's different. Before a person gets that level, so now what, what does he have now to use to fight? If he doesn't have a nisham yet, or he hasn't connected to his nisham yet, so what, what what does he have? What does she have? Okay, so this is what we want to speak about. And the answer is, there's one more element in a person. There's one more element in a person, and that's the starting point where a person needs to work with. And that is the person's cycle, person's mind. And what forms the basis for the decisions a person makes is between what they want and what they want is either coming from their body or from their ruh on the one side. On the other side, they have to think about it. Is this the right thing to do? Is this the right thing to do? I want it, but is it good? The Ramban says it's right at the beginning of the Torah. The Ramban says that the Eta Das was Tovera. Tovera is good for me, bad for me. Now, this is a question of do I, do I want this or don't I want this? 
Darakis or Darakis? Whereas, what should be the Shaila is, is it right or is it wrong? The balance should be Amis Vashaka. Is it right or is it wrong? Not is it good or is it bad? For example, unhealthy food. It might be tough in the sense that I like it. In the sense of is it good for me or is it bad for me? And same thing is the other way around. There might be things which I don't like but they're good for me. So what does the person decide on? What I like or don't like? Or what's right or wrong? And that's really the, the difference between the way that a person's mirrors work and the way his mind works. A person's mind can, can think in terms of Amos Vashaka, right or wrong. A person's mirrors work in terms of I want or don't want. It's good for me, it's bad for me, I like it, I don't like it. And therefore, the area of, so to speak, confrontation of his karvot between the two sides is between a person's mind and a person's rotten, what they want, the middles. Now, that's the first tool we have. The first tool we have. The first tool we have in working to, to, to get better is using your mind to control your middles. The Chazanesh writes us in his letter, it's a famous letter, and the Chazanesh said there's one middle that if a person has it, from attacking all the other ones. And in the words of the Chaznishan, if he doesn't have it, so he'll be mashlim himself in every bad middle. He'll be a Gaya Mutsiyan, and a Balkas Mutsiyan, and a Baltaiva Mutsiyan. That's in the Chaznish. What's the middle? The Chaznish says, if a person has it, he'll fix up all the other ones. If he doesn't have it, then he'll get every other bad middle too. And the Chaznish says it like this, I'll say it in his words. He says, the middle is, which means a person doesn't try to change. Naturally, if a person doesn't try to change, so then, of course, every bad middle that they have is going to work. Every bad middle, it's like the dogma. A person is a house. And he has no problem stopping insects or things coming inside. He doesn't keep it clean. He doesn't disinfect or whatever it's going to be. So which insects are going to come? He's going to get flies, he's going to get mosquitoes, he's going to get ants, he's going to get mice. Now, one thing, uh, how do they all come? If you leave something open with that, uh, whatever wants to come will come, uh, then any kind of insect or creature will come. Same thing, a person's maznech himself, he doesn't use his seichel, he doesn't use his mind. So each middle which there is in him will work. And when there's a time which the, right now he feels angry, he'll get angry. And when a time he feels jealous, he'll feel jealous. And a time when he feels gaiva, he'll feel gaiva. And a time when he feels lazy, he'll feel lazy. And a time when he feels sad, he'll feel sad. All the middas. All the middas will work. And each one will make him wear in a different way. How's it going to happen? Because each middah does what it wants to do. And without having to stop it, so each one will do better. The only bakhira a person like that has is when there's a fight between two middas. One bad middle wants this, another bad middle wants that. The dogma. If a person is lying in bed and he can smell food in the kitchen, so is his tithe stronger than his atlas, he'll get up and eat it, or is his atlas stronger than his tithe, he'll stay in bed. But neither one is a minor. It's just one chisar versus the other chisar. So if a person is mazniyach b'chayim, which means he doesn't use his cycle to, to work on himself, so yes, all the middles will work, and each middle will get, his, get worse and worse.
A person doesn't naturally improve with age. A person doesn't naturally improve with age. If they have a bad memory, the bad will still be there. And it will keep him busy until he's... until my version. So it says the Chaznesh, what's the Maila which works to, to control all the bad matters? The opposite. That a person learns how to use his Seichel, to use his mind, because that's the first step that a person has to counter bad matters. Like I said, there's a process until a person gets to the Shama. That's a much higher level. But the first step a person has to use is to use his Seichel, to use his mind. Because that's a natural tool that Hashem gave a person on the one side to count his medicine on the other side. Now, Bahamas is to some extent every person is this. The question is just what the circumstances are going to be. For example, an animal has no problem stealing food. If he can. If the animal sees food and no one's chased watching it, she's going to go and steal it. So it's every animal. But there's no reason not. A person, when he goes past the store and looks at it, he's not looking. Is he going to go and steal or not? It depends on the person. There will be people who will. That's a person who's acting like the animal. It's just the method, nothing else. There will be people who won't. Why not? Because they think there's, there's a camera in the store. It's a stupid thing to do because I'm, they're going to call the police and they're going to get into jail. Oh, I want the food. But I have enough cycle to know that it's not, it's not a clever thing to steal it. So therefore, the seichel will stop me stealing because I understand it's not clever. It's, just, it's, just, it's like a stupid thing to do. There are people who have a different seichel. I might want it, but it's wrong. It's wrong. It's also. It's not the right thing to do. Now, even though I want it, I'm not going to do it because it's wrong. So what's working against the middah is the seichel. Person's lying in bed. So get up. You have to get up. Why do I have to get up? So it depends. If a person has no seichel, then it comes with me in bed, watch them, I want, I'll stay in bed. And if a person has seichel, so what's the seichel going to tell them? On the one hand, you want to stay in bed. On the other hand, if you're not in school, you get into trouble. Uh, I don't want to get into trouble. Or if I'm not in work, I'll use your job. I don't want to lose my job. So if I, I, I decide it's worth it for me to get up, even though I don't want to. Or I'm a shakras, or whatever other reason is going to be. So then there's a seichel working against the middah. Right, so to some extent people have it. The question is how much they develop it. And what's more important is the question is what, the, what is the cycle telling them? And this is the starting point. A very system starts from the point that in the person's mind they decide they want to do. And now that becomes what my cycle tells me when I just want to do something else. The person decides I want to listen to Hashem, I want to be a tzaddik, I want to get out of my bar, whatever level it's going to be. And therefore, when my midas want whatever they want, so now I have my seichel to tell me that's not good for me because that's not, that's not going to get me where I want to go to. And therefore, this is the, big, well, the next biggest side in Muslim, which a lot of people miss. You can't jump into Muslim with a feeling. Right now, I feel all I'm ready to go and to do, whatever. I feel very Kaddish. It doesn't work. If you're jumping into Muslim with a feeling, if it's pushing you to do something as a feeling, it's, it's fighting a midah with a midah. And it's not going to work because the feeling is going to go away. Yes, today you're all fired up. I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do so much. But tomorrow, when you're lying in bed and you're tired, so now the feeling is I don't want to get up. But you're not going to get up because yesterday you felt all inspired. 
Most people, when they decide, this is it, I've got to change my life, I've got to fix myself up, they're working on a feeling. They're working on a feeling. And you can't build in feelings. It's going back to what I said in the very beginning, you need a foundation. A feeling, a regish, isn't a foundation, because it doesn't last. It doesn't last. It's here now, and tomorrow won't be here. Today I feel happy, tomorrow I feel sad. Today I feel I'm going to do everything, tomorrow I feel I'm too lazy, I couldn't be bothered. Today I feel that I'm a big tyke, tomorrow I feel I'm a big rush. Feelings don't stay the same. And that's part of the tab of a person, because different meters work at different times. And different meters pull them in different directions. So when I'm going to work on a feeling to do something, it's not going to work. I'm building on another foundation, I'm building on a door. Right now the door's closed, tomorrow the door will be open, everything will crash. That's the second biggest thing. I'm going to develop it more, we said before. You can't build on feelings. You can't work on feelings, you can't build on feelings, because it's not a building. You're building one meter and another meter. It's like, for example, a person deciding a life decision because of how he feels right now. Right now a person feels really angry, whatever it is, so that's it. I'm now going to spend the next 10 years working on how to get back at that person who made me angry. It's not going to work, because you won't feel that angry the next week. So the whole plan that you're building on the way you're feeling now is not going to work then. The person feels jealous. You see someone else make a similar chess. I also want to. So I'm going to sit down and then I'm going to finish this. It's not. It's going to work. But as long as the middle of the jealousy is there. If you regular that middle goes away and a different middle takes over, then the whole thing falls apart. And I'm not using bad medicine. I'm saying good medicine. The person had a good share, he's very inspired, whatever it is. He says, right, ah, wonderful, I really, really want to. I'm all, yeah, I'm all into it. It's also not good. You can't build in feelings. Because the feeling doesn't last and the building falls down. And uh, like I said, this is one of the most common problems in the world. When a person feels the cheshek, that, that's what they decide to do. And it lasts, it lasts as long as the cheshek lasts. Then what happens? Well, of course, I don't feel like it anymore. The famous story when Rechaim Vedajan wanted to start Vedajan. So he went to ask the, the Vilnagon, his Rebbe, for advice. It's such a yeah, real yeshiva, which everyone sits and learns in the base medrash. And he'll provide them for meals and, and he'll be able to be shakur just in Torah and nothing else. And the Vilnagons have done it. Didn't understand why not. But okay, the Vilnagons said, the Vilnagons are the Vilnagons you listen to. So he dropped the idea. As much as he thought it was a wonderful idea and would say for the Hedema Torah, the Vilnagons said, no, he dropped it. A few years later, he was talking to the Vilnagon and he mentioned again the idea he had then of starting yeshiva. And the Vilnagon said, of course, the value must start. It'll save the Hedema Torah. And Rukhavi said, I understand. And this wasn't the first time I asked the, the Rebbe about this years ago. And he said, no. This is what the Vilnagon told him. The Vilnagon said, last time you came to me, it was full of his lives. You had this wrong idea and you're all fired up. And you're all, ah, yeah, yeah. I told you, don't do it. Because you can't build on his lives. This time, it's very few years later, you're much more calm and thinking about it, what makes sense and how to do it. Okay, now it'll work. Which means, there's enough of a reason not to build the yeshiva for a few years. And all the time there would have been those few years of building on the side of the Rather than have the yeshiva. In a few years' time, we'll do that. All the few years of Talmud Torah of hundreds of people, Makadai. You can't build any slavers. You can't build any excitement. Excitement's the middle. The person gets all into the middle and all excited. They have great plans of what they're going to do to change the world. They think, now's the time to go and build. No, it's not. 
It's not the way to work. You can't work because it's not something which will last. Building has to be on seichel. Building has to be on seichel. I have to build the understanding of what, what's right. And then from that, I can go in that now that I've built it into my mind. And it's clear what my seichel is going to tell me. So now I can start working because now I have something to count to my middles. Because if I decide this is what I think to do, then my mind's going to tell me it's right thing to do when I'm interested or I'm not interested, or when it's hot or when it's cold. I feel like it or I don't feel like it. I've got something which is a constant which is going to work with, which I can work with. But if I'm working on the fact that I feel like it, so the only work when I feel like it, so I don't feel like it, I won't work. That's what I want to talk about today. And that is, a person has, uh, a person has a ruch. A ruch is also a spiritual thing, but it's not necessarily good. It's the basis of a person's midas. It's the uh, mishka and the midas. But some midas are good midas, some midas are bad midas. I can't build on the ruch. I can't build because I feel inspired, because I feel happy, because I feel motivated. That's what I'm going to build. And again, listen to me, this is a big mistake. The whole world makes. And it's one of its odorous, now's the time to go and do things and change the world. It won't work. Sakhlaish decided after Hashem told him about Maraglim, that's it. We're going. Let's go. Moshe said, don't go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And this is exactly the same thing. They heard that they're going to get punished. They're going to die in the desert. No, no, no. We don't want to. We're going to go fight. That's, that's a middle. That's not a cycle. It doesn't work. Just because right now I feel like I'm going to do it and I really want it, it's not going to work. It's not the Mahalikh of Hashem. The Malik is, you have to build the cycle first. And therefore, that's the, that's the first thing we have to talk about, obviously. If the first Malik we have, the first process we have in Avodah Hashem, is to use the cycle to combat the, the Ruach, to combat the Midas, we have to talk about how to build the cycle. But the first important thing is it has to be cycle. You can't combat Midas with Midas. Because Midas are, don't stay the same. They aren't a constant. If they're not a constant, you can't build them something which keeps moving. Hisaurus is good. Hisaurus is good. It's a good meter which I can use as a meter. But Hisaurus doesn't replace the, the Yusad. It doesn't replace the foundation. The foundation has to be the Seichel. I have to work on the Seichel first because I'll work on that and that gives me the, the starting point which I need to work on everything else. And again, this is the first part of the Seichel. In the long chain of Seichel, everyone forgets the first level. Torah may read those heroes. It has to start with the Torah. The Torah is what's called the Seichel in the person. The person who runs right into the heroes, the readers, whatever it is, is not going to last. You have to have the Torah first. The Torah builds the Seichel. And when you have the Seichel, then I can use that to work on, work on the mirrors and work on making myself better. Okay, so for the first we're going to talk about the position for next week, next VAD, is going to be the suicide. The suicide of developing the Seichel so we have the foundation in our hands how to combat the mirrors. That's what we're going to talk about today.